with the recent release of our data from the census that was recently done, we have confirmation of this problem that we know that truly exists. It has been found that the data has been skewed in favor of some groups. It was underrepresented in other groups. Again, you can find this information. I'll put a link in the description here of this particular episode so you can see some of the results and some of the concerns that experts have around how our senses are calculated. But some groups were inflated in their response, while other groups were deflated in their response. Well, why is that important? Why are we even talking about this? Because, see, we have ingrained racism as a part of our systems. And I think it's time for us to start admitting that we are doing certain things. So by us doing a census, the census is what allocates funding for particular groups in our society. Right. Again, another division. Right. This is another way in which we allocate funds. So if a group is misrepresented in that, in other words, if they're inflated, they get more preferential funding while groups underrepresented receive reduced funding. Welcome to the Modern Day Slave Podcast. See, the new slavery in these days is mind control. If you control the mind, you can control the people. This podcast is dedicated to the re-education and awareness of our modern influences through the examination of current and historical circumstances that have led to conditions that we now live. Welcome to your freedom. So this is confirmation of the problem that I just discussed to you and we've been discussing in the previous four episodes as we continue to bring you the journey that took place with my 10 year old son around this thing called racism. So in this census, just in case you didn't know and you were not aware, the Latino population, the African-American population, as well as the native population were all undercounted. And it stated that the white and Asian population in the United States were overcounted. Well, why does that matter? That plays directly into exactly what we just talked about, the funding that's allocated to these groups. When you create these types of divisions and these types of things that become a part of how we operate as a people, as opposed to us operating under the principle of equality, freedom and justice for all, you create a system that then brings about separation. So you're separating certain groups and giving them privileges while you are oppressing other groups. That is what is created by all of this thing that we call a census. It allows for you to allocate funds, supposedly governmental funds. So it confirms what we already know around this thing called racism. So as we bring you this episode, we want you to see what our thoughts were when we wrote the letter to the school. Before we dive in, I wanted to give a reminder that we are going to be switching our platforms over to Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash N-I-K-I-A-1-7, Nikia 17. So you'll find us there. And I also want to get a quick plug and a shout out to an overstanding word. We just completed season two. So if you haven't already checked out and listened to an overstanding word podcast, the link is in the description. You can find it on all of your major platforms. Just search for an overstanding word. That's A-N-O-V-E-R dash standing S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G word W-O-R-D. You'll find it there. And we also want to remind you that we do have the fundraiser 
up and going. We've been able to help out uh, a few families as well worldwide during this thing. And go ahead, check out the video. The video is there on GoFundMe. All you have to do is search on GoFundMe for Present God. That's GoFundMe.com forward slash Present God. Again, the links are all in the description of this episode. As we get ready to dive into the reading of the letter that we sent over to the school district after this report of our son bullying when the reality was that he was the victim of racism. To the Chandler Unified School District 80 Board. On November 5th, 2021, shortly after 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, I overheard my 10-year-old son, Eli, in his room next to my office telling another student that he was not going to add him back to their group chat because he, the other student, made racist remarks. I had just finished the first half of my workday when I overheard these comments. I immediately grabbed my phone and walked over to his door. This is when I took it upon myself to document our conversation, not knowing what had or was going to transpire. Upon entering his room, I observed my son sitting in his chair at his computer with all the other students from his class. I asked him to keep talking about what he was just saying to the students, which can be overheard in the audio recording. Now, if you've listened to uh, you know, the previous episodes of this journey, Part one, you will hear the audio recording that I am referring to here in the letter. He responded with, quote, what? This is when I asked him about what I overheard him discussing as I entered the room by asking him, quote, someone was being racist to you guys. He immediately replied with, quote, yeah, Max. I then asked him if that was his friend and he responded with, quote, used to be. He then proceeded to explain to me that a few days ago, this was in October and early November, on Discord, the group removed Max from their group chat. He continues the story by telling me that Max had DM'd the group, calling them the N-word, which is why he was not adding them back to the group and the primary reason Max was stalking him. This group had several other people including at least one other student in Eli's class and my older son, Terrence. Eli then told me how he and another student from the class were pulled into separate breakout rooms after Max's mother reported the issue to him. Eli stated that he was told by Mr. Mac that he was bullying. He stated that he was accused of being a bully without being asked any questions and that he was told that the principal might come in to speak with them. Eli and the other student. This conversation continued as can be heard on the audio until his teacher was back in the room. After leaving Eli's room, I finalized the recording. Around 30 minutes later, my wife woke up and I had her listen to the audio recording. We then pulled up the Discord chat on another computer and reviewed the messages to confirm or deny what was stated on the recording by Eli. Once we located the messages, we then reached out to the school via Eli's teacher, Mr. Mack, through both phone call and email. Since there was no response at the moment, we left a voicemail for him. At this point, Terrence, our 17-year-old, woke up and we asked him who Max was and what transpired on Discord. This conversation is recorded as well for consistency purposes. 
We then sat down at the computers to screen record Terrence walking us through the chat and providing his statements around the repeated use of derogatory and sexual comments. Terrence sent us videos of the conversation that took place on Discord to validate their statements. It was shortly after that that Mr. Mack returned our call at 12.22 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This 17-minute conversation is documented as well for consistency purposes. We advised Mr. Mack that we would like to request a meeting with school officials concerning the lack of investigation and the assumptions made. He asked about whether this took place inside or outside of school time, and we informed him that we were not sure as we only knew about them using Discord on breaks during the day and after school during their video game time. We informed him of the fact that the conversation that was overheard of Eli talking about not re-adding Max had taken place during class time. Mr. Mack himself can be heard on the audio telling us that they had requested a copy of the chat from Max's mother, but had not yet received anything. This is when we expressed our concerns about the fact that we, as parents of the accused minor child and decision being made to imply that Eli, as well as other students, were bullying. Mr. Mack advised that the principal was out of the office, the email address for the assistant principal. At 3.53 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, the assistant principal called us back, and we spent 15 minutes explaining the issue from our perspective and informed her of our concerns as parents. She advised us that she would open an investigation into the matter, and that she would have an update no later than Monday evening. We informed her of our evidence and asked if she needed any of it. She declined and stated that she would reach out if and when she did need it. Thank you for your time and attention to this urgent matter, Jessica and Nakia. So this letter was actually signed on November the 6th, 2021. And this was really the beginning of us working with the principal, well, well, at the time, assistant principal, and the staff that's there at the school. Now, keep in mind, there are certain forms that they're going to request for us to fill out after they do their investigation. Keep in mind that there's other conversations that we have that are part of this continuing journey that we've started here on the Modern Day Slave podcast. See, the reality is, is this, right? When you bring these types of things to the attention of those who are in power that have the ability to, to act on these things, you're going to get one of two responses. You're going to get either a, a sense of urgency or you're going to get a lackadaisical type of response. As we bring you the next episode, you'll clearly see where the thoughts and minds and opinions of those who are the officials, where they are. Thank you for listening here to another episode. master loses the moment we start to recognize that we're on the plantation when he continues to put his yoke of bondage out in plain sight for you and you ignore it by not feeding into the trap that he's laid before you you then win your freedom welcome to your freedom
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Modern Day Slave Podcast, where we expose the stumbling block that was placed by the slave master in order to keep the modern day slave under their yoke of bondage. You have just been freed. Welcome to your freedom.